Hello, my friends. Don't be depressed about politics. I mean, the beginning of May before midterm elections does mark the start of primary season and six months of fall campaigning. The conventional view this year is Democrats will be clobbered in November because midterm elections are usually referendums on a president's performance and Biden's approval ratings are in the cellar. Uh, but listen, the conventional view could be wrong. I think it is wrong because it doesn't account for the Democrats' secret sauce, which gives them a fighting chance of keeping one or both chambers. Trump sauce. According to recent polls, Trump's popularity continues to sink. He's liked by only 38% of Americans and disliked by 46%. 12% are neutral. And this isn't your normal sort of like, sort of dislike polling. Feelings are intense as they've always been about Trump. Among voters 45 to 64 years old, and this is a group that Trump won in 2020, 50% to 49%, according to exit polls, just 39% now view him favorably, and 57% unfavorably. Among voters older than 65, 20%, or 52% of whom voted for him in 2020, to Biden's 47%, only 44% now see him favorably. And more than half, 54%, unfavorably. Perhaps most importantly, independents hold Trump in even lower regard. Just 26% view him favorably. 68% unfavorably. Republican lawmakers had hoped and assumed Trump would have faded from the scene by this point, allowing them to engage in full-throttled attacks on Democrats. Well, no such luck. In fact, Trump's visibility is growing daily. The media is framing this month's big Republican primaries as all about Trump, which is exactly as Trump wants them to be framed. But that framing is disastrous for the GOP. Today's Ohio primary, for example, has become a giant proxy battle over Trump, in which Republican candidates have been outdoing each other, trying to imitate him, railing against undocumented immigrants, coastal elite socialism, and wokeness, all the while regurgitating the big lie. Trump's April 15th endorsement of J.D. Vance could make the difference in Ohio in today's election, as could Trump's backing of Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania's May 17th primary and of Herschel Walker in Georgia's May 24th primary. But look, whether Trump's endorsements pay off in wins for these candidates is really beside the point. By making these races all about himself, Trump is casting the midterms as a whole, as a referendum on his continuing power and influence. That's exactly what the Democrats need. June's televised hearings of the House's January 6th committee will likely show in detail how Trump and his White House orchestrated the attack on the U.S. Capitol, and it's going to rekindle memories of Trump's threat to withhold military aid to Ukraine, unless Ukrainian President Zelensky came up with dirt on Biden. But the real significance of the hearings won't be seen in Trump's approval ratings. It'll be seen in the heightened reminders of Trump's reign in Washington 
and an almost certain shift in marginal voters' preferences toward the Democrats as a result. Also likely in June is a decision by the Supreme Court to uphold Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks, courtesy of Trump's three court nominees. The decision will greenlight other Republican states to enact similar bans and spur Republicans in Congress to push for national legislation to bar abortions across the country. They're already getting ready. Republicans believe this is going to ignite their base, but it's more likely to ignite a firestorm among the vast majority of Americans who believe abortion should be legal. Score more Democratic votes. There's also the distinct possibility of criminal trials over Trump's business and electoral frauds, such as his brazen attempt to charge to change the Georgia vote tally, whose significance will be less about whether Trump is found guilty than their power once again to remind voters in the months before the midterms of Trump's brazen lawlessness. Meanwhile, Trump is going to treat America to more rallies, interviews, barnstorming to convince voters that the 2020 election was stolen from him, along with incessant demands that Republican candidates reiterate his big lie. More help to Democrats. Somewhere along the line, also before the midterms, Elon Musk is likely to allow Trump back on Twitter. The move will be bad for America. It's going to fuel more racism, xenophobia, division, but it will serve as another reminder of how racist and dangerously incendiary Trump and Trumpism continue to be. Accompanying all of this will be the ongoing antics of Trump's wacky surrogates, Tucker Carlson, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Stephen Bannon, Madison Cawthorn, Trump Jr., and others, all of whom mimic Trump's bravado, bigotry, divisiveness, and disdain for the law. All of them are walking billboards for Trumpism's heinous impact on American life. All will help push wavering voters toward Democrats in November. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting Democrats seeking election or re-election center their campaigns around Trump. No. To the contrary, Democrats need to show voters their continuing commitment to improving their lives. Between now and November, Democrats should enact laws to help Americans afford childcare, cut the costs of prescription drugs, and stop oil companies for, from price gouging, for example. They can count on Trump to remind Americans of the hatefulness and chaos he and his Republican enablers have unleashed. That's my point. The combination, Democrats scoring some additional victories for average Americans, and Trump doing everything in his power to remind Americans of his viciousness, could well reverse conventional wisdom about midterms and keep Democrats in control.